eye-to-eye sports. This is Dorm Room Sports Talk. Welcome into Dorm Room Sports Talk, episode two this year. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, One, Johnny is deathly sick. You might want to stay away from him. We're down one today. Tyler has real responsibilities. So we're here to talk about sports. All right, today we are going to talk NFL, golf, and a little bit of the NBA. Um, So let's start with the NFL, guys. So Baker Mayfield making his debut last night against Knicks Jets. What a game. What a game. And it's the Browns' first win in 635 days. You know no one is going to work in Cleveland today. So what, what is your reaction to last night's game in Baker Mayfield's uh, debut? You take it, Tim. All right. So Nick doesn't want to talk about I really Nick. don't want to talk about <laughs> The Jets fan is eerily quiet. However, um, I just want to say, take a little victory lap. I was right, okay? Praising Sam Darnold after one like good game is was a bad move, okay? Because you set yourself up for disaster. You guys got absolutely bodied by Dylan's Dolphins. There we go. <laughs> you got absolutely, not absolutely, but you lost to the 1-31-1 the one and 31 and one Browns. Um, I mean, it's, it's just a, pa- a bad showing, quite just frankly. And I know uh, I'm going to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. This was their third game in, <coughs> what, 11 days? So a little on bit. On the road. On the road. A little bit of a rush, but still, that's a team you got to beat. That's a tough environment. So let's not. T- let, oh okay. You're, you're God, also please. up 14 in the first half. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but then Baker Mayfield comes Nick, in. Kind yeah, of if Tyrod stays in the little, game. Little kind of inside a information. Last night, looked down the hallway, and Tim looked at me and said, guaranteed Jets win tonight. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. The dude, truth. That's tough. <laughs> the truth on comes air. out. Tim. On air. Air. That, was, that was a tough one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Nick, you can't really talk about tough environment. The Browns, you can talk about their fan base all they want, but they've been bad for a while now. But they now they got Baker Mayfield. Okay, but all right. Listen, he okay, looked yeah, he let's looked, talk about Baker. Let's talk about Baker. Okay, yeah. He looked amazing. Um like he had the hardest throw I've ever seen since Brett Favre probably. He's a f- rocket arm. He was firing balls in there, but the one problem I had with him was that he looked like he knew where he wanted to go with the ball before he snapped it. Okay, um, but and he he's still got up. that gunslinger no, 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 let me mentality, finish. Let though. Me finish. But at the same time, he also was amazing at looking off safeties and looking off corners and linebackers. Uh, he was patient. He was agile. He just he looked as good as everyone advertised. Um, he also has a really nasty pump fake. <laughs> okay, like, so let's talk about – you're talking about knowing where he wants to go to the, with the ball before he snaps <coughs> it. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because I think that's him last night um, – you know, uh, Aikman was pointing out he sees the safety move away. He knows he's got the guy up the scene. Pre-snap. He knows the coverage. Pre-snap. So that's yeah. Yeah. So that's pre-snap reading. That's knowing where to go with the ball. So I don't necessarily think that's a problem. What I will say for a rookie, about for a rookie, it can be a little concerning against the, against year. a better defense. Against a better say. defense. That's another thing. If I you're think the we'll Jets, get... like you blow a 14 point lead, Baker Mayfield comes in, slings it around. Even when Baker fumbled, they got a 10 yard gain. Like. Yeah, can do no wrong. Yeah. Last night was very impressive. Last night was his. I night. think that last night could be the start of a re- like the era. Like everyone's been saying, I think that last night Baker Mayfield last night made his debut and is going to be a top quarterback for a while. He looked really good. Okay, but let's let's. Wor- I'm worried about here what we have in with with Sam Darnold. Although yeah. Sam da- bit, Sam Darnold will be fine. Nick. A little bit. Sam Darnold will. will be fine. Will. He's going to be fine. If we're going to talk about Baker Mayfield, we need to talk about Hugh Jackson and how. You know, it, it took about 10 hits 
to Tyrod Taylor's knees, his head, his chest, his shoulder. I mean, this guy was just getting beat up. He couldn't complete a pass. He was throwing ducks. He underthrew Callaway, probably the worst throw I've ever seen, and then blamed it on Callaway. That was just I, I, that was ridiculous. And it, it literally took, like, what, 10 incompletions out of, out of like, 12 passes. Um, he was 4 for 14 when he came out of the Yeah. Game. I mean, it, it was – he was – that was probably the worst showing I've ever seen by a quarterback besides, like, Peterman, I and guess I would say. he was missing open receivers. Oh, my God. It, over their heads. I don't know he why it took – guy by, like, 25 yards. I just yeah. want to know – I just yeah. want to know what – I mean, if, if Baker was thrown like this in practice – like why? Why did it take this long? Like why? His I don't understand. His arm looked you, incredible. You could it, think about it, right? You could legitimately be three and zero if if maybe if Baker started and you had a halfway decent kicker, but you wouldn't have to sell for field goals if Baker was was okay. But out in those okay, early games. another thing: Baker Mayfield goes seventeen for twenty three, two hundred one yards, no touchdowns. You have to acknowledge the fact that Carlos Hyde was an absolute beast last night. He had 23 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. That's a huge part of the Browns' victory last night, and that's something that's going to have to continue in order for Baker Mayfield to be so successful because he's able to get time down the field. You saw last night they did a lot of those. I, I couldn't tell if they were RPO or play action, but in the shotgun, fake handoffs to hide, quick passes into the, into the flat. Those are only successful if you can run the football. So I'm looking to and, see and what if you happens. Can, and if you can finally like, get receivers the ball. And don't forget how important it is for that quick release after you pull it. Yeah. Baker Mayfield has one of the quickest releases I've seen in the NFL in a long time. One thing I, I will say about Baker, though, is, is what I saw, and, and we'll have to see uh, how the season plays out. He's a short guy. Yeah. He's yeah. not tall. And some of those throws, like, I was wondering, how does this guy see over the line? Well, he's, Sim- he's similar to Drew Brees. Yeah, he's yeah. had a no, lot yeah. of Drew Brees definitely, comparisons. Definitely. But I, I don't know. I feel like I just – I'm a little, bit, a little bit worried. I feel like it's like everyone's been waiting for this. This is Mayfield's first start. He's, he's going to go out there and sling it a game they can win. Uh, I, like, I love what I saw. I think he should be the starting quarterback. No but question. But I'm, I'm not sure you should no expect question. too many more 17-26 I don't think you should expect much more efficiencies like that throughout the season. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Tristan there. I mean, first game of your career, you got the home atmosphere. Everyone's looking for the first win in a billion years. I mean, it's it's hard to rep- replicate that atmosphere and the adrenaline that was probably pumping. I do agree he should be the starting <coughs> quarterback. And as of the time of recording, Hugh Jackson has not confirmed that for some reason. He said that he'll watch some film. But I mean, that's ridiculous. I Get mean, that I, guy on the streets. That I think that we have started the the Baker Mayfield era, so to speak. How and, long and that I, is? I think it's about time. How long that is is will be a question. But for now, it's 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 uh, started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Nick, as a Jets fan, how does it feel to be the first the first win for the Jets in six hundred thirty five <laughs> well, days? Well, like we were saying before, um, it's just going to be one of those things that I see on, on highlights for the next <laughs> ten years, next to the butt fumble. It's it's it's, it's terrible. It's honestly really embarrassing. You know, there's been a lot of Jets losses that have like embarrassed me. Like I've been afraid to go out in public. <laughs> but but this one, this one tops it. Tops every loss. What that was the Jets worse? Have ever had. Watching Mark Sanchez blow the AFC Championship or watching the Jets lose last night? In terms of like 
pain. Like pain. Yeah. We were almost there. The Steelers game, obviously. Okay. 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 Obviously, that sucked. <laughs> that was after we beat Tom Brady and anyway, Peyton Manning. We couldn't beat Ben Roethlisberger. Tough, tough life for the Jets fans. Although you know, Sam Darnold didn't look his his best last night, but there are other he'll factors. be back, Nick. He'll there be are other back. factors that go it's into it. It's a long season. He's developing a nice connection with Quincy Nunwa. If the O line can get it together, I think that he'll still have a strong rookie year. Still got that solid defense. Yeah. You need Robbie yeah. Anderson to hold on to the ball, too, but yeah. that's a topic for a different day. Yeah. Too bad the Jets choked last year and didn't get the first pick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happier with Darnold. I'm yeah, I, I, think Darnold. Dar- I think Darnold will work, work out for the Jets. Yeah. Mm. All right, so let's, let's, stay in, <laughs> let's stay in the Browns division. Um, so the Steelers, I mean, to everyone that's not a part of the team, they look like an absolute mess. Le'Veon has zero intention of coming back back unless he gets paid. There's rumors about Antonio Brown wanting to get traded, but I think that's a bunch of baloney. Guys, what is going on in Pittsburgh and like what what do you think of their team overall? Well, I think that Tomlin um has clearly lost control of the locker room. I think that this really started uh to happen when um Antonio Brown posted that Facebook live from the locker room. It just seems like since then it's just been incident after incident with Big Ben threatening retirement. Obviously, the Le'Veon Bell situation, Martavis Bryant, um, and then you know now with Antonio Brown. And you have your two best players not even showing up, like not even showing up to practice, not doing anything. It's clearly the end of the Steelers' run. I'm calling the season already. They're 30th in the league in rushing defense. Ben Roethlisberger looks old, um, and they're facing Tampa this week. I think that it's magic. I think they're talent-wise that they're like an eight and eight team, and so the attitude in that locker room and the way that they choose to play could bring them to ten and six, eleven and five, or could bring them down to six and ten. And it looks now like they're going to be on the six and ten side. But the loss, I'm not super upset with the games they've had. Like the way they've played has been terrible. But the Browns, are, I think, I think are sneakily more capable than we all give them credit for. Like being the Browns, I think that tie wasn't as embarrassing as everyone thinks. They got the win if their kicker just did his job. And then the Chief, the Chiefs are the best team in football. They lost by five. That was a, that was an awful. And they have another tough one this week against Tampa Bay and Brian Fitzmagic. I mean, they, I they have a tough it, schedule. Looking looking at their schedule, they have a really tough schedule. This is why this is why the Steelers stink. <clears throat> um, I'm going to read you a, the top story of the day from the Steelers. Stormy Daniels says she was terrified <laughs> of Ben Roethlisberger after after QB made kiss attempt. Oh my God! It's it's all over uh, the all news right. and and stuff. It's never about football with this team. It's about Antonio Brown, some di- like uh, being a diva. It's about Le'Veon not not wanting to come back, releasing a new rap album. It's something stupid, partying, in drink, all this junk, yeah. and you know now you get this with Ben Roethlisberger. It's never about football. You know, like why why can't we hear? Okay, what about Tampa? What about Tampa Bay? You playing Tampa Bay this week? No, no, yeah. it's never about that. It's about you know, all these other junk stories that nobody nobody cares about. And that's I mean, Nick, we talked about it last week. Ben Roethlisberger looks hopeless. He looks yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't need to be out there. He looks robotic. Yeah. And to be honest, if if I'm the Steelers right now, I'm looking to if you lose again and you go what, 0 and three, um, 
you you well, might they, they have a they tie. drafted they drafted they, tie. they drafted Mason Rudolph uh, this year so they do have a quarterback that they year. might they, they they need a build they need a build yeah I they, think this might be the season where you need to that's what move I, yeah, past I think yeah. this this era of the Steelers is we've done this, we've this finally season. hit it Ben Roethlisberger is old he's not very good anymore um, the Steelers are who were known for their defense it's always what's kept them relevant kept them a good team. It's terrible. You can't name their me one player sucks. on their defense. Their that defense is, is so bad. It's I, awful. They have no talent. They're on just the de- an absolute. Even last year, really, their defense wasn't very good. They just have. They just happen to have you know two of the best players in football at their positions. Right. Um, so I, the Steelers are are done. They they're not a good team. It's time to rebuild in Pittsburgh. Can well, I just yeah. say that I've never felt like. Roethlisberger has looked good. Like he's like stumbled around the pocket and thrown like the loosest spiral I've ever seen mm, for his whole false, career. False, false, false. Whoa! I think you're talking about like the last three years. Right. Roethlisberger was one of the best. He, yeah, he he. Used no, to no, be. no. But listen, this is what I'm saying that that he would fumble around with it and then he'd get like a 60 yard pass on his loose spiral and then like he's never like looked like the perfect technique quarterback. Oh hopping, no, right. around with his footwork. Like, right, no, but now he but now he's just he's just throwing into yeah, double coverage, throwing picks. I haven't left seen a right. Ben Roethlisberger type scramble like yeah, that I kind yeah. of play in I a long time. I think right. that's the difference between this Ben from the last three years up until now and the Ben before then was his mobility. Yeah. Like his ability to move around and, you know, not be able to get in positions where he doesn't have to turn the ball over. Right. I think that's his big difference there. Yeah. Let me just add in real quick. As a Patriots fan, I love seeing this. Not that the Steelers ever give us trouble. Not that I'm afraid of the Steelers in any way. But after a year, and still continuing, where people are like, oh, the Patriots are in turmoil. Tom Brady hates Belichick. If you want to look at a team in turmoil, yeah. look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it is a circus over there. Yeah. You have on-field stories with Le'Veon Bell. You have off-field stories with Big Ben and that uh, Stormy woman. Daniels. Yes. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's bananas what's going on over there. It's, and that yeah. should be one of the top teams in the league. Absolutely. I like that point, Tim. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something you don't hear much. I love you, Tim. Part. Wow. All right. A little intimate here. We'll save that for uh, for after the show. Okay, boys, it's it's finally time to talk about it. I mean, we got to talk about Fitz Magic oh, here. God. This dude is up there with Patrick Mahomes right now for league MVP. 819 yards, eight touchdowns to only one interception. Guys, hot take here from me. 151 quarterback rating. Yes. That's kind of insane. Hot take from me. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick can be the quarterback for the Bucks for the next, I don't know, two, three years. No. No. That's, I take this. To, how many times has he done this in his career? I'll tell you why it's different. <laughs> it's not different. I'll tell you why I it's different. I take it personally because I'm a Jets fan. This is why I'll and tell you why And he did it to the Jets. I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay, here. Least Jets. Name me an offensive weapon that he had there. Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. Old. Both old in their both times. Both had, what, 14 both touchdowns? Old in their times, dude. No, Brandon Marshall had his sixth season that year. S- same ta- with D- Decker. Same with Decker. Season. They both we're, had yeah. double-digit touchdowns. We're talking <clears throat> about Mike Evans' top five receiver in football, okay? We're talking about Deshaun Jackson having a resurgence this year. A resurgence. And then we have O.J. Howard, nice tight end. No, not, not nice. Listen, a special tight listen, end. Yeah. Fitzpatrick has weapons. 
He's never had. He had weapons in New York. You dude, can't I'm tell me he didn't you, have weapons I'm in New York. I'm telling you right now, Mike Evans is better than Brandon Marshall at that time. Oh, that's that's fair, but the, but Brandon Marshall is still Brandon Marshall, and he put okay, up. Okay, fine, a, a nice season, but dude, Fitzpatrick, I'm telling you, no, this is his chance. This is it. I know it's been said multiple times before. This is it. Fitz magic is real. I'm all in on Fitz magic. Jameis Winston is gonna have to find a new job. He, he fooled Buffalo and he fooled the Jets and he's gonna fool Tampa. He didn't. No, I I wouldn't say that. I he's always been a not not a solid but a decent quarterback. I mean, Buffalo's a disease, an absolute disease. You can't be good in Buffalo. Um, the that well, Jets then what team, about the Rams and the Bengals, the two other teams he was on? He never got a starting job there. Well, I I mean that was way he's early not, on. Yeah, but he's just not it. Like he's not it. He's but I mean, have... look, I'm I'm trying to what what I want to say is I think he can be for this team. This team's got a, not a great defense, but a decent defense. I mean, they give them they're giving up a lot of points, but they have some some playmakers on the defensive side. They they can be like last year's Vikings team. I mean, Fitzpatrick can be a game manager. He can get you some wins. But he's not he's a been game far manager. From no, I, I understand. He has eight I, but, but you know, you can you can have a team that looks good. Fitzpatrick is not a game manager. He never has been. You cannot trust. He's been a turnover machine. Fitzpatrick his is you cannot trust slinging the, it right now. Yeah, right now he looks great. And he he has, we thought the same thing about Case last year. Case was slinging the ball. Since yeah, but Case Keenum hasn't had the history that Ryan Fitzpatrick has. Right, but you can you can win games being, you know, a decent quarterback. Sure. Yeah, you can win games, but Fitz. I mean, he's not the answer. No, absolutely the, not to Tampa Bay's quarterback problem, know, which I think, I think that they do be. have. So I'm gonna be honest here. Tim O'Sullivan, voice of reason. Um, Fitzpatrick is so obviously like overplaying right now, and it can't be sustained it over the length of a full season or for seasons to come. Tristan. Right, but he can still and be it, a game manager, and they can win games. Well, correct, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what he's doing right now will not be sustained. Oh, absolutely not. Yes, he no. might win games. It also helps that you have Deshaun Jackson acting like he's like a 20-year-old again, just the murdering Eagles and people. The Saints yeah. were top defenses last year. I don't. Yeah. yeah, they put up 48 on New Orleans at New Orleans in the okay. dome. I mean, New Orleans defense though, they also almost Eagles lost to defending the Super Bowl champions, same quarterback, virtually the same defense. Boom, 27 points. He's. I mean, he's, he's good. just launching. The they've ball got the Steelers as far as he can in Deshaun hey, Jackson's running. They've got the it. Steelers coming up. What do you think about that game? Well, here, this you is, think Tampa wins that game? I got game? Tampa. Right. Tampa wins a that lot. game easily. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Everyone cool. else is going to talk. I, I, I want to talk about I it. I got yeah. Tampa. I got Tampa going 10 and 6. All right, listen. Dylan, what do you have to say? I got buddy? Tampa going 10 and His 6. His whole career, he's strung together some runs of like, he comes in as like the, he was the backup, then he's a starter for the last six games, and he, he, he seems like he's capable. And then the next year, he'll go in as a starter, and then he'll like kind of disappoint and stuff. So he's shown capabilities of being good and bad. There was a year on the Jets, we just talked about it. 3,900 yards, 31 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. So he's shown that he can. That's a good season. What, whatever, like kind of fake, no, fake success that he manages, that he like just like gets lucky game after game. He's done it for a whole year before, <coughs> and with this momentum and with his swag and with his like all this fits magic that he's showing off to everyone, I think that he can string that together and <coughs> stumble through 16 more games of doing well. He's not going to throw 400 yards a game, but he's. Shown to be a lot better for this team than Winston was in all of Winston's career. When I believe Winston is also a disease. I think he's a disease. You hear about the new it's allegations? Never, I mean, he's yeah. definitely not a good guy. It's that, that it's never about uh, again again looking at the Steelers with with Winston. It's never about football. It's about something else. 
which you can't have that if if you you want to be a good quarterback in this league, especially like he's he's a young guy. He still has so many years in this league, and I mean, I think Tampa Bay's looking right now, and and they're thinking, okay, I mean, we 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 got something this season. So when it's know. one allegation against a guy, you can like debate if it has like if it's valid. But this is like the dozenth allegation yeah. against Winston and Big Ben. And Big Ben. Well, hey, Big Ben. Big Ben. I'm going to throw Big Ben the in there. The jury's made the decision on Big Ben. I think that we all know what his deal is. But Winston, like, he's kind of proving that, like, he's not the guy Do you want to put at the face of your franchise. He's, no. Yeah. I'm just saying Fitzpatrick looks like the guys are loving him right now. Does it help that he's balling out? Yes. Don't bring your wife here. around Fitzpatrick. I, here. Don't oh, do okay. it. <laughs> Don't do it. What is this? Honestly, with his look last game. Okay, but look, he's got a chance <laughs> to pro- he could probably put up 400 again against the Steelers. Oh, I believe it. Absolutely. 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 Then, I think the Steelers might have the worst corners in football. So I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, without a I'm doubt. I think, I think they have the worst corners <laughs> it, it, okay, in football. I think we can go out there and, and like do the same they're doing, yeah. honestly. But he, listen, yeah. he, he, they have the worst corners in football. So let's say he throws for 400 yards again, and they get a win, and they're 3-0, and and he's the MVP frontrunner, and he gets a starting job. He's going into week four like, I'm a boss. And that year where he had confidence and he had Marshall and Decker and he was feeling good and he was in control, then he did great that year. So if he goes into this next game and wins, then he's going to have the biggest momentum and feeling good for the rest of the season. Mm. Uh, dude, I, I, just, I just love this. It's, it, it's great. It's great. No, fine, fun it's to great. Say. I mean, their schedule, too, is not that tough this year. Looking at it right now, it's not that tough. I mean, they, they play – the Redskins, the Giants, um, they have home against the 49ers. That's a winnable game. They play the Cowboys, who look sorry and hopeless. Um, I, I legitimately think this team has a chance to go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs under Fitzpatrick. I think if you put Winston in there, everything's going to get blown up. Completely agree. I mean, you got to go with the hot hand. All right, so let's move on. Uh, former Brown, uh, Josh Gordon. To the Pats, uh, impact or no impact? Does he even play a game for New England? Impact, absolutely. I agree. I absolutely agree impact. I think that he's going to be good. I mean, the last time we saw um, Brady with a legitimate deep threat, Randy Moss, it was something special. I mean, he had Cooks his best. Was pretty good last Cooks year. was good Cooks. too. Yeah, yeah. Co- yeah. Okay. All right. Legitimate. I agree. Again. No, but Josh Gordon is that <clears throat> is that elite kind of wide receiver where he's big, strong, can move. He's better hands than Cooks. Better hands. He's just. There's no doubt. Better jump ball guy than Cooks. There's no too. doubting that when Josh Gordon is on the field and he's healthy, he's one of the top receivers in football. And now Tom Brady has him as a weapon. If Josh Gordon, I, I'm listen. I hate the Patriots and I do not want to see them succeed. But Josh Gordon, I want to see succeed. Um, so I think if he's just able to to keep it together off the field, um, I think he and Brady will look to wreck this league. I mean, on paper, there's no doubt that this makes them better. I don't know how they're gonna gel. I think with that much talent, it's, it should be easy enough to right. make it make it work. Um, but I don't know. Let's just say I was surprised by this. Little. I feel like his uh, multiple suspensions for multiple years uh, might, or a year and a couple games or so, I figure that might deter Bill Belichick, but apparently not. <coughs> I mean, the man in the hood has a plan, and I'm happy with it. Little devil's advocate for the non-Patriots fan in the room. Um, I got Josh Gordon on my fantasy team. Would love to see him get 100 yards a game. But the Patriots have a very long history of being their well-oiled machine, uh, who's a gray that got the – Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray, 200 yards, is late to practice one day the next week, and is benched. 
you can't mess around on that team at all. And maybe the most notorious mess arounder in the NFL right now is now on your team. Does I, he? I would does he go one week without getting in trouble and getting to play? And he, he, the Patriots are. It, you have to trust the process on the Patriots, and you have to believe in Bill and learn the playbook and follow the rules. And if you don't, Brady will eat your head off. <laughs> and I don't see Josh Gordon trying to make his NFL comeback and play for the, his first team in years, and it being the Patriots under the pressure of Tom Brady trying to win before he retires. Hmm. I mean, well, L- Lash. Go, Tristan, go, and then I'll, I'll get out what I want to say. Here's the thing about Josh Gordon. Okay, he was in Cleveland his whole career. And he wasn't okay. good enough to stay in Cleveland. Cleveland, okay. Cleveland, bad team. Bad sure. since he got there. For sure. Have never been good. Never had a chance of success. Here's Josh Gordon's chance as a football player. One of the best wide receivers in the league, talent-wise. On a good team a chance to win something, maybe the mentality finally changes for Josh Gordon with an opportunity to win games, to be recognized for winning games. This this could be a breakout year. It's boomer bust for him. Was it ever confirmed if he was on a substance at the practice facility? The Browns said that he wasn't himself at the I, practice facility have, the day they released him. I don't have any And they said that like that. their suspicion was that he was on something. I, well, I've never heard anything confirmed. I also think I think it's good for the Browns that they got rid of him, especially <clears throat> from what we saw last night with Baker. I mean, it's a new era. It's era. It seems in Cleveland, which which seems good. I like that. Uh, and, and I think that's a good thing that they got rid of him. They need to get rid of their past. These last four or five years have been, well, more than that, but these last four or five years have been very, very bad, and I think getting rid of him, now they can start new, and if there's a place where Josh Gordon can succeed, succeed, wow, okay. English is <laughs> tough, that's fine. Succeed, succeed from the union over here. <laughs> succeed, it would be New England. And also, Josh Gordon last year had 18 catches for 335 yards. That's crazy. He averaged 19 yards a reception. Okay? If he catches three, three catches a game for New England, and they're all for 20 yards, like, that's, that's pretty darn good. I'll take that any day. I, I agree. I, and also, right now, the state of the Patriots wide receivers is a complete disaster until Julian Edelman gets back. I mean... The guy so. has a career. 180 catches for... Over three thousand yards. Oh no, that's crazy. This is the thing, but like we know he can play, but it's whether or not he can put it together. Absolutely, that's a big thing, and I really hope he does. All I have to say for him and the Patriots. All right, so let's Carson Wentz, guys. He's coming back. No more Nick Foles. No more of this debating crap about Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. It's clear Carson Wentz, the better quarterback, but coming off an ACL injury. First game back, what are your expectations for this week and for the rest of the season? Um, I look for the Eagles to return to the form that they were with him last year when he was on that MVP run. Um, I think in today's day and age with today's athletes, uh, you can see them overcome anything, and that includes a torn ACL. Um, so I, I look for the Eagles to, yeah, again, return back to that form, um, and I think that the Eagles fan base must feel relieved because it just feels like Foles was holding them back as a team uh, their first two games of the year. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to have an immediate impact his first two games back. I think he'll <coughs> struggle his first two games back. 
Um, I think the Eagles will be fine, though. I just think he's not going to be as dominant as he was last year. And there will be people talking about potentially should Nick Foles still be playing until Wentz is 100% back. Uh, I don't know about that. They're playing the Colts yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> Foles has I'm not looked saying, good. Foles has not looked I'm just saying, say Carson Foles? Wentz. Markel Foltz. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, something just, it just doesn't feel like, it's not like a, tri- it doesn't feel like a triumphant return. Like, I'm not like, hey, they play the super, Colts this Super, super excited for Carson Wentz to come back, though. I don't know if that's because Nick Foles was able to go and win the Super Bowl. And I'm like, well, what's really the difference between Nick Foles and Carson Wentz? But I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, they play the Colts this week. I'm I mean, excited for his return. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be. They they play the Colts at home. I mean, if you can't win that game, I don't know what to tell you. The Colts look terrible. They are bad. terrible. They they've only got their quarterback and a couple decent receivers. Their defense is awful. So I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Foles comes out looks terrific. Nick Foles. I'm sorry, Carson Wentz. I'm sick, guys. Can yeah, you give yeah, me a break yeah, today? <laughs> we'll give you. Wentz comes back, looks terrific, looks like he he can do his thing, um, and you know Eagles Nation is is flying again. Here here's I, the thing, right? So in case you didn't hear, the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year with Nick Foles at the helm. A little inside information for you there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so it. I don't know if this was just me, but it it seemed like the Eagles were never really in the spotlight. Probably because they were just an average team for so long. They never really were on ESPN every, you know, every day like they are now. Since that Super Bowl win, obviously they've been thrust into the spotlight. And Carson Wentz coming back is a uh, a topic on all these morning shows. First take, part of the interruption, not a morning show, but you know, you know what I mean. So I I'm nervous for the Eagles. I don't dislike them. I'm nervous for them in case Carson Wentz has one bad game. People are gonna turn on them. They're gonna be like, oh. The Eagles have got to go back to Nick Foles. They got to go back to what won them the Super Bowl. I mean, I I can't stand it when the media, you know, forces a change upon a upon a team like that. But I, I just see it happening. I see the angle that they're going to go with. And as soon as Carson Wentz has a bad game and throws a couple picks or whatever, it's it's going to be on them. And I hope Mr. Peterson has enough of a spine to start Carson Wentz through the drama. But I mean, hey. We'll see how it goes, right? Obviously, coming off an ACL, he's going to be a little bit rusty for a little while, or at least that's my guess. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, I'm rooting for him to do well, but could could be an upcoming circus. Worth mentioning that uh, Alshon Jeffrey is hurt, as is Jay Ajayi. I think they're both out this week. So probably his best two offensive players not going to play. Hmm. Well. I don't know. If, you know, if, you're, if you're an MVP, if you're an MVP yeah. quarterback, I don't they're know. playing the Colts. Tampered expectations, but it's an MVP caliber quarterback playing a pretty bad team. Very bad team. And he's had a long time to recover, so I'm sure that he's got everything shaken off um, and he's ready to go. I, I expect him to be back to normal, um, and I don't think that it'll be as big of a deal that they're going to try to get Nick Foles back in the game. He really. He, he didn't prove that he was a starter. He proved that he was capable, but not enough to overtake Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's definitely been, except for the two ties, an exciting start to the NFL season. A lot of drama in a lot of different places. Uh, so we're certainly excited 
uh, for week three. Okay, <coughs> so let's talk. I just want to bring in a little golf. Just a note. Uh, yesterday, Tiger Woods shot five under, currently tied for the lead um, at uh, in uh, the, the playoff finale here at uh, East Lake. And I'm telling you what, guys, this is just this is something that I think is very impressive. Um, this is one of the greatest comebacks in sports history by an athlete ever. This man hasn't won a tourney since 2013, has yet to do it this year. But, I mean, we're talking about a guy this year who's had four top ten finishes. Um, oh, wait, five, six, seven. He had seven top ten finishes this year. This guy was injured, could barely swing a golf club, just barely got cleared to even chip this year before his first tourney. And he's out here, ranked 16th in the world, and has a shot to win. I think this is one of the most impressive comebacks by an athlete. Um, in the history of sports, just a side note there. Uh, I'm not here to lie to you guys. Um, I don't watch much golf, but <clears> I know that Tiger moves the needle. He definitely makes the sport at least semi-interesting for the overwhelming majority of Americans. So go Tiger. <laughs> Look, I've been watching golf all year. Um, it's been great with Tiger back. He he hasn't won Tristan. He hasn't. But you know who else hasn't won this year? Ricky Fowler. People think he's had a pretty decent season. Um, He's been special. You just, you just mentioned it with all the top tens. He was in contention for two, two majors. You know, yeah. had a good, sat good in two majors. He's back. The sport is, I think, has never been better right now. You got guys like so Kepka, Justin Thomas. Jordan Spieth has had a down year, but he'll be back. I mean, um, Tony Fanu, another guy on the rise. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, been, it's been a great year for golf. Uh, it's the, the ratings that you can look at all the ratings they've risen, uh, they've rose, risen, whatever, risen, whatever it is. It's all good. Uh, it's been, it's been good. And I'm, I'm just happy to see him back out there. And he's definitely, um, making a difference when he's out there. He, he, he looks happy too, which is yeah. good. He because finally looks like, like, when, like he wants to be out there and yeah. he's not always upset, which, you know, back in. 2015 when he when he came back he he always looked like he was mad and upset when he was out there so. yeah well well he he's had that he was battling the injury during that time and I mean this guy had major back surgery like this is something that like he had to multiple recon- times he had to reconstruct yeah. his entire golf swing um, to be a player that or try to be a player that he once was he'll never be there again but as Johnny mentioned like the sport of golf is in a great place. Um, there's a lot of good young talent, and I think that's why Tiger hasn't even won this year because the talent is just so much better um, back then when he was like kind of the first one to train the way that um, like golfers do now, high-level golfers. But anyways, I'm rooting for Tiger. He's had a history of blowing tourneys this year, um, but I hope he he finally pulls it out. This it, 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 I, I wouldn't even say that, Tristan. I'd say more of he he hasn't – you know, he, he he comes on too late. It'll be the it'll be the final round. But and he's but he's had leads um, in tournaments that he has that he has lost to. But it the difference is, I guess blowing is the wrong word. I think he's just been outplayed in those last few rounds. Right, and it's it's always been the last rounds. He's never really had a good start. Um, and and this week, right now, he has a good start. So I'm I'm willing to I'm ready to see what what he can do. 
certainly rooting for him this year. All right, quick side note. A little bit of a, a bump in the road here for Minnesota. I, I think the Minnesota franchise is an absolute disaster, and I don't think anybody's talking about it uh, because Jimmy Butler wants out. Um, Clippers, Nets, Knicks, I don't know. He's trying to go to a big market, get paid. Andrew Wiggins hasn't gotten better at all. The only person that seems to be improving is Carl uh, Anthony Towns. So what is Minnesota's problems and – Thoughts on Jimmy Butler wanting out? There is no excuse that they weren't a top-five seed last year. They had such <coughs> a good team and still couldn't get it done. I, When Jimmy Butler last year was talking about how his teammates don't want it and they, don't, they, 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 they aren't competitors, I fully believed that. Because a team that talented that wasn't winning and you watch them play, and each one of them, like Andrew Wiggins individually would get 20 points, but Andrew Wiggins never dove for a loose ball. Like they they were never fighting and they were never scrappy. Um, I heard a rumor. Uh, I'm sure we've all heard it that Carl Anthony Towns slept with Jimmy Butler's girlfriend. Ooh, <laughs> uh, I have not heard. That. No, I did I not hear not that. that. Most definitely, uh, probably not true. But I love to hear it. I love to hear uh, the conspiracy theories. Uh, I also, so I get it. I get Jimmy Butler's perspective. I, I he said that they didn't they didn't want it had bad enough, and I tend to agree with him, but. I gotta say, I hate these franchise players or just any player in general that's under contract that's been asking like, "Oh, trade me!" Like, I don't want to be here. I know I signed a contract to play for your team, and you based your whole franchise around me, and you had to make sacrifices for me. But um, just trade me away. I'm not gonna play for you, even though I agreed to. I'd I feel, hate it. I'd feel very upset if I was Minnesota. I mean, you gave up Laurie Markkinen, uh, who was the other one, Zach Levine, yep. and one other person, and Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. I mean. Come on now. Um, I personally would not want Jimmy Butler on my team unless, big unless, there's some rumors floating around that him and Kyrie want to come and team up. So if signing Jimmy Butler confirms that Kyrie stays a Celtic, I'm on board with it. Otherwise, I don't think that this guy is as good as everyone thinks. His team seemed to underperform every year. Wait, who? who, who Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Butler. You don't think Jimmy is as good as... I, can, I don't. I think, completely agree with him. I don't think that he's as good as everyone thinks he is. I um, think he's a good. I think, I think he's, he's better than every single. Good. I think he's better than every single one of the players on the Timberwolves. I, mean, I think he would. I think Cat's he has different. I agree. He has different I skills. I don't sets. agree. Cat has I agree taken with, strides, I, but Jimmy Butler is clearly the best. If we had to draft, I'd take yeah. Cat. Agree. I'd take no I'd doubt. Take well, Cat's younger. He was the best. Jimmy Butler was the best player on their team. Absolutely. Cat. Cat. Never really had one of those games where you're like, wow, this guy is like Anthony Davis. Cat you're like, Cat me, is Cat. He reminds me a little bit Kat. of Kevin Durant in that he's so talented. You can so obviously see that. But he doesn't go at you as much. Like Kevin Durant kind of just like is talented and isn't like like being a, the strongest force. He lets get all the other teammates kind of like late in the game his whole career. Carl Anthony Towns, like I see him being talented but not like taking over, like, let's win this game, let's do this, let's fight for it. Jimmy Butler fights for every play on every game. He is a leader, naturally. Who are you taking, Cat or Joel? I'm taking Joel. I'm taking, I, mean, you're t- I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, I'm taking Cat based off injury history. But I think that uh, Joel can shoot a little bit better. Talent-wise, who are you taking, Cat or Joel? At the center position, Cat. That's Ooh. that's Probably. absurd I mean, it, to me. I'm taking Embiid any day of the week. I, I don't know. Joel I, can't I like really. Kat. Joel can't really play that much defense. He got carved up by Horford. His post moves are predictable. Um, but that's not you know the topic of discussion at all. 
Jimmy Butler would not want him on my team. That's what I got to say. <coughs> yeah, so going off of what Tim said, I, Carl, or, um, excuse me, I'm just loving Carl Anthony Towns. Jimmy <laughs> Butler is, he's a good player. He's really good. I think he's an all-star, but, I, I mean, he's just not, like, he's not in that tier. Like, he's not in that, like, elite, elite tier. Like, there's, like, elite, and then there's, like, LeBron, Katie, Curry. Butler's not up there. He plays good defense. Scoring-wise, I, I don't know. I think Paul George is probably a better scorer, better player. And I think that there are other guys out there that can are similar to Jimmy Butler who are, are less expensive. And I don't know. I just He just, like, underwhelms me when I watch him. Like, he gets hyped up, like, on ESPN games. Like, oh, Jimmy Butler, da-da-da. He gets hyped up, and then I watch him, and I'm just like, eh. like he's just missing something yeah. that like that separates him from like the elite elite of the NBA, and I think that that's where people put him, and I don't think he belongs there. I just hope I I, I really want to see him on the Nets. You guys know I'm a big Nets guy. I just want to see him. He needs to get out of Minnesota. I really he's a good two way player. I think he's a great two way player. Um, you think the Nets will give up a couple more first round picks? Do you, yeah, it worked out well last time. <laughs> I think that the Clippers have the most assets to be able to get him, and I think the Clippers would be smart to do that because if they go get Demi Butler, then it is some intrigue for Kawhi Leonard next year who is going to choose between L.A. and the Clippers from what people are saying. And uh, it'll be, it's hard to compete with LeBron, but having Jimmy Butler there couldn't hurt in the Kawhi sweepstakes. You're not going to win a championship with just Jimmy. You, you need something else. Jimmy and Kawhi would work. You need Jimmy and LeBron that. would work. Need, yeah. J- but, you know, Jimmy and Cat didn't work. Jimmy, Cat, Jeff Teague, okay. Andrew Wiggins. I heard someone say uh, that Butler doesn't want to go to the Lakers. Um, I, I said this before. I, I'm trying to hold back my rage. Players <laughs> requesting trades in the first place annoys me. Players that are on a team. They made the playoffs last year, and he's like, no, I don't want to play here anymore. I, I have a contract to play, but I want you to trade me. And then players saying, don't trade me here, and don't trade me here. I don't want to go here. T- trade me to this team. Who do you think you are? <laughs> play for your team, and you play for whoever they trade you. And Kawhi Leonard, play for the Raptors this year, and do a good job, and don't sit out because you're not injured. It frustrates me to such great lengths. Un- but- Unfortunately, that's uh, the one negative of getting paid uh, tens of millions of dollars per year. So yeah, my <coughs> wow. My last thing too. Tibbs is making this like Tibbs got Derrick Rose. He got Jimmy Butler. He he's looking at Luol Deng. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets Joakim. No, like, what are you doing, dude? Stop living like five years in the past. You got to move past just getting all your old Bulls players. Like, <laughs> if you want to win, don't get Derrick Rose. I love Derrick Rose. Don't get Derrick Rose. If you want to win, do not get Luol Deng. That guy played one game last year. One game. And opening Taj night. Todd Gibson. Like, come on. Last offseason or last year, they went and grabbed Jamal Crawford and Derrick Rose. Both moves that even I liked at the time. But if you analyze that, it's kind of like, okay, like, you know, Amari. Like, 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 who's a good player? Like, oh, Jamal Crawford. He's so fancy. Derrick Rose. Derek, remember when Derrick Rose was so cool? Let's go get these guys. You know, Stoudemire's they, on their roster. You know that, right? Oh, my God. Stoudemire's really? on their Wait. roster. Amari Stoudemire's on their roster. I don't believe that. Yes, he yeah, is. He was just playing in the big three. 
Let me, no, let no, me no, look this no. up because this seems like a very, very, I saw very him. obvious Stoudemire lie. is... Uh, he, I saw He's current, on their like, Current team, I saw him Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Are you serious? He's on the team? Yes. Oh All right. So, God. Okay, so maybe the problem this, is Thibodeau. He is... I mean, what are you doing? These guys are all... They were good like six years ago. Mario Stoudemire was great. He wasn't good. Okay. Did he play right. for the Pistons two years ago? <laughs> I'm going to defend some. I don't know. 2016, it says he retired. Let me see. Why does this say for me he played 80 games for the Pistons two years ago? Stoudemire? Yeah. It says Miami. Oh, my God. Wow. He was basically, on Miami. He was on Miami. He is, uh, okay. Google's freaking out. Ba- ba- basically, no one he is, knows. He is on Stoudemire the Timberwolves right now. I just want to. I'm putting that out there. Um, so, so like, who's, that's so. Is it is it Jimmy Butler then, or is it the culture that Thibodeau's created? In I think it's, I I agree. I, I think it's everything. I think it's Jimmy Butler and his and his sorry teammates that seem like they don't want to play, and it's Thibodeau bringing in guys that I don't think will help so, at all. So, I can't get past this. I don't believe that Amari Sotomayor is on the roster. I think that whatever you're looking at is fraudulent. Yeah, go- Google considering he signed a one-day contract with the Knicks and then announced retirement July 26, 2016. Yeah, no, Google is like actually wrong right now. They said that he played 80 games last year for the Pistons, averaging 10 points a game. Like it, it's on the Google front page, and it's not true. All right, so he's retired. All right, so that's, that's, uh, a, that's an L. You heard it here first. Google's uh, I don't breaking believe down. It. I don't believe it. All right, so basically, well, I saw Amadi that he was is a little bit irrelevant, but anyways, so yeah, again, the Minnesota franchise is an absolute disaster. They finally got good players, and they are just blowing it, absolutely blowing it. Here's the same for that team: is that they had the talent to be do good, and they had the talent to do well and be good, and now they're in the Western Conference, and there's twelve teams competing for a playoff spot. And they're going to lose Jimmy Butler. And with the talent they have, they're still not going to make the playoffs for a couple of years. And eventually, their stars are going to want to leave. And as they had all these young players, all this young talent, I think it's going to lead to them having to still rebuild again. Oh, agree. Agree. Rip to the T-Wolves. All right. That's all we got time for today. Dorm Room Sports Talk. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're listening here on iTunes, give us a follow. Um, on Twitter at Sports. Uh, a lot to talk about this week. I'm excited for next week, boys. Should be a great weekend. All right, peace out. Adios. Adios.